All right, live from Studio 6B on a uh, Tuesday night. And we're glad you're in. Uh, we're on Facebook, all social media tonight for the first hour. As um, Real America's Voice is running the Eric Greitens special tonight, which is going to be great. That's over on the network. And we're here, and I've got my What Even Is That shirt on because... Rick's doing what even is that? Well, how, Mr. Delgado, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you, Dave? Uh, very good. Very good. Uh, Paul Nolan, how are you? I'm good. Having trouble getting on to the America's voice feed, though. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Rick Emirati. a hard time. Rick Emirati's here. going to do some sports tonight. What's going on, pal? Wonderful. Big D. Game one of the World Series tonight. Tapes off in about 15 minutes. Okay. Very good. Um, so let's, we should effort trying to get um, Sleazy Adam Sleazy Holy Schiff on the phone tonight <laughs> and see if we can talk to him because there's a lot to talk to him about that's breaking here this evening as we get right back into Joe Biden's emails as, I don't like these catchphrases like the walls are closing in, but it does seem like, um, well, the walls might be closing in. Oh. So a couple things breaking tonight. The F- <laughs> FBI has officially now come out and said, yes, we're in possession of the laptop uh, containing Hunter Biden's emails. And they agree. This is a big deal. They agree with Director of National Intelligence Ratcliffe assessment that the emails were not part of Russian disinformation campaign. Federal law enforcement officials says today FBI and DOJ agree with the Office of the Director of National Intelligence, that the Hunter Biden laptop emails are not part of a Kremlin disinformation campaign. So, uh, and then furthermore, just in the last hour, somebody was on with Martha McCallum on Fox, and they told her that federal law enforcement officials, that the emails, quote, unquote, are authentic, and that the laptop may have not been looked at right away when it was received you don't say Uh, shocking Hmm. so we've heard that the fbi could possibly have been sitting on this since nine since 2019 and so now the word tonight is that well maybe like i mean what are they like they have a shelf of macbook pros they just put it on the shelf and they forgot about it we may not have looked at it even though we've had it for that long Hey, uh, hey, Charlie, did you get a chance to look at that, uh, <laughs> that computer over there with all that crazy stuff from the, uh, you know, the, the vice president's kid? Yeah. No, nah, I'll get to it later, Freddie. I'm going to go with, uh, get a sandwich. Yeah. We'll be back a little bit later. Yeah. What? what, what? Dirty cops. <laughs> so maybe the, word, maybe the word about the fact that this was Joe Biden's son's computer, maybe that got, they got messed up. Because, again, I, I said this yesterday, and I'll say it again. The story here is Joe Biden. The story is not Hunter Biden. If this was all just Hunter Biden, no one would give a damn. I mean, some people might. A little bit. And we'd all wish him well, and the kid needs help. All of that that stuff would still be the same. But the story here is not Hunter Biden. The story is is the big guy. Yeah, the big guy. That's the big guy. Getting a taste. By the way, did Hunter register as a foreign agent? Because, you know, people are going to jail these days for that. I don't know if you know that. Are you aware of that? Mm-hmm. I, I've heard that. I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, so um, that's an interesting question to be asked here as well. They can't seem to find Hunter, though, to ask him all these questions. I mean, they're only the FBI. Don't they know where to look? 
Well, here's the thing about that. Yeah, that's a good point. They always seem to get pictures of them jetting around, you know, zipping around in, in a Ferrari in Beverly Hills or, or, or cruising, uh, you know, uh, looking for crack. But uh, the FBI can't find them. They could find uh, Ghislaine Maxwell. She was running around with, wrapped in tinfoil. Remember that story? Yeah. She was, <laughs> How ironic. She had everything uh, wrapped up to hopefully uh, keep hidden up there in New Hampshire, wherever the hell she was, Vermont. And they can't seem to find Hunter. But uh, to, be, to go on that point, you know who can find Hunter with one phone call? Is Joe Biden. Yeah. I Joe heard. could pick yeah. up the phone. Yeah, and the, and the president of Burisma. And he, well, he could too, <laughs> right. But Joe certainly could pick up the phone. And say, okay, listen, pal, um, is this your email? Is this your laptop? And he, yes, sir, he'd get an answer, yes or no. And Biden would end up saying, is it? And if he answered yes, he'd be like, well, I'm looking at it. How come you short me on this one? I'm supposed to get another <laughs> half million on that one. You owe me $7 you million, still dollars, me. punk. <laughs> and I'll sell Hillary after you to collect. But here's the problem with all of that. The problem is Joe, we have on tape. Now, I know Joe's a little slow in the draw. Maybe he doesn't in maybe Bernie could tell him, go to the YouTube. You know, we have <laughs> we have video of um we have video of Joe multiple times telling us that he didn't know what his son was doing. He had no knowledge of his son's business dealings. Um, he knew nothing about his son being on these boards, even though he wasn't qualified to be on the school board in the local <laughs> town they lived in. He's on these boards making Buco Bucks with no experience selling access to Joe, clearly now, it seems. But he knew nothing. Joe knew nothing of his son's business dealings, he tells us. Oh, he, and don't forget, Dame, he also said, I don't even talk to him about his business. I looked him Remember? in the eye. The, the, I they, knew. They, they took a flight to China. Didn't, five, ha didn't have five, one conversation. Five. The, five number two at, the number two at Burisma claims that not only did Joe know about it, but that he met with him and he as much thanked Hunter Biden in the email, basically saying, thank you for the meeting that you set up with your dad. And of course, this campaign came out and told us that it's not on his official schedule as if we would have to think it would have been. Hey, Jenny, put that illegal, uh, well, uh, put that lunch <laughs> meeting up. I mean, what did they think we thought? I mean, it's not on his official schedule. Oh, oh okay. Oh, okay. Let's see. All right, we'll all go back to our business then. <laughs> Let's see. Official schedule. Meet with the Ukrainian guy. Pick up large check. Yeah, no, that's uh, – we don't think that's going to be on, that the, on there. Um, that's not going to be on the schedule. <laughs> it's we not going to be that. on there, Mr. Biden? And, all of right, course, well, not, then they kind of, they kind of came back and said, well, maybe, maybe possibly there was some off-the-record meeting. We're not really sure. And I showed you yesterday Jenna Arnold, who is just was really horrendous. It's all of his people, TJ Ducklow, Jenna Arnold. They're all terrible on TV. They can't answer basic questions when confronted with anyone who's not at MSNBC or CNN and just like a, you know, drooling over them. They're horrible on TV. But um, so they're all over the place, and I keep going back to, and we all keep going back to the very simple thing: if you are accused of something this hideous and horrendous. The first thing you would do is run to the first camera you could find and say, as Bill BJ, uh, Bill Jefferson Clinton did, I what? did not do this. <laughs> or, or Shaggy wasn't me. Correct. Or yeah. Shaggy, it wasn't me. Either version is fine. 
I would walk around with a boombox on my shoulder singing that. I didn't do this. I'm telling you, this is not true. Those are not my... No, nothing. Nothing. We've had no nothing from the campaign. We've had nothing from Joe. Joe went out and got um, milkshakes. He was asked about them. He could have easily at that point with the cameras there. Nothing. They've not yet said none of this is true. Now... Sleazy Adam Holy Schiff tried to say that, that it's Russian disinformation. And well, as of tonight at about 7.15, that was basically a face plant. After all the lying he's done <laughs> and been busted lying, who's asking him these questions? Like, how is he the His authority? pals, man. His pals. Right, but see, that's the problem. The problem is that they've got the New York Times, the Washington Post, yep. the Democratic Party media. And they're all 24-7 right now basically trying to figure out how they protect their guy here, how they run cover for him. If you look at some of like the big writers and like the big uh, talking heads with big networks, look who they're married to. They're all married to, you know, someone who's in the Obama administration, someone who's in, in the Clinton administration, somebody nope. who's, you know, was Biden's press secretary. It's so, the nepotism, it's, that's the deep state. Yeah. It's the dirty cops, it's the lifelong politicians, and it's their, their mouthpieces, their media shill bastards will do anything for, for a dollar. Right. It, it's an incestuous relationship where they're all just intermingling the same people or marrying the same. It, it, it's like a, I, I, I want to say like a, a tribe of just, you know, these dirt bags that just collagulate together. It's amazing. Yeah. And like I said, and now now you see a lot of them, oh, well, this guy from Facebook, now he's working for Biden and he's married to this. It's like, what? Yep. It's amazing. Yeah, it's just crazy. the cross-pollination is insane. Well, the third, the third moder- <laughs> moderator, the third um, liberal hack uh, moderator is, is Kristen Welker from NBC, who I told you the day the moderators were announced would be the worst one. And and that was before I knew that Scully was in the tank with the mooch. He was a never-Trumper. And that Chris Wallace was going to end up being the debater, not the moderator. And I still told you back then that she'd be the worst one. And I still think she will be. Now, she's, she's taken the step, the very um, low-key step of deleting her entire Twitter account. Now, that doesn't send up red flags to no. anybody, does it? A journalist, supposed journalist who's going to host and moderate a presidential debate for the most important presidential election of all time. Unbelievable. Deletes her Twitter account completely a week and a half out of moderating the debate. Now, why would you do that? Uh, what are oh, you hiding? She got hacked? Well, yeah, that's, that's hacked. the default. That's yes, that's the default uh, response. Yeah, it's all, it's all Russian disinformation, actually. And as the, pre- <laughs> yeah. and yeah, as the president said <laughs> the other day on Fox, nobody I know who says they got hacked got hacked. <laughs> no one gets hacked. You see him giving the media the business today? You're a criminal too for not reporting it. It's like, yeah. boy, he just says whatever he wants. That was on the tarmac yesterday going to Arizona. That was yesterday, that, yeah. And that was to, uh, what's his name, from AP, who most of the time, I don't know, he seems like a reasonable guy. He asks terrible questions, and he's a never-Trumper. But he does seem, he goes on Fox on, he seems like a nice low-key guy. <laughs> You're a criminal. <laughs> He's too nice. He the big fellow's too face. nice. Well, no, I'm just, you know, I don't know. Seems like a nice guy. Um, I'll set up at a meeting. You guys can do lunch tomorrow. That's fine. Um, Trump hat, see if he stays. I'd probably get more out of him than most, by the way, if I questioned him. But um, so, the, so right now, what we're seeing all day today and all day yesterday is this attack on Rudy Giuliani, attack on the information, 
You've got Adam Schiff we talked about yesterday running to the cameras, running to his friends at CNN. We have Andrea Mitchell running cover for Joe because at this point, that's what they got to do. They have to raise questions about the authenticity. It doesn't matter that the FBI now came out and said, we agree with Radcliffe. Now, Radcliffe's only the guy who gets the damn information. He actually is the one who gathers the intelligence for the country. He's the guy in charge, 17 or so. Um umbrellas under him he's the guy who gets it all so what would he know (laughs) adam schiff gets nothing if radcliffe doesn't want to give it to him he maybe gets briefed once in a while but he has no clue what radcliffe knows yeah and and for him to be running out saying it's russian disinformation when like radcliffe said he hasn't been briefed so he doesn't know what it is he has no clue he's a dumbass He's just a dumbass is what he is. And he's just, all they're trying to do now is attack the information and to, and attack the people who brought it forward. Whether it's the guy, you, you hear him on the guy who runs the um, the shop? Oh, he's blind, this guy. Did you hear this? Yeah. Because yeah, the guy said he's got some vision problems. He can only see three or four. Well, three or four damn feet's enough to see what was on that screen, I bet you. <laughs> Obviously. Obviously, he fixed it. So his eyesight must be good enough to do that. Yeah, but they're attacking him. Of course, they're all over Rudy. Well, again, it, it's attack them. You know, kill the messenger. Don't don't address the the actual story because the stories are facts. They they're they're not disputing them. That's the best part. It, it, and and what they're actually doing is making it worse. The more the media runs cover, we see it all the time. What was what was worse, Watergate, the crime, or the cover up? It was the cover up. It's always the cover up. Well, in this case, it might be the crime because this is neck and neck because they're both brutal. It's just amazing how much they went after Trump over the Steele dossier and the big circular pile of heaping pile of crap that they knew was crap. And they kept on building upon it. And they have all this. Right. And nobody wants to investigate it. It's just so obvious. But but what I'm trying to say is is that. The, the public is catching on to this. Yes. It's like, look, yes, yes. you keep covering for this guy. Just talk about it already. And that, I think, is more damaging than the actual, well, you know, he put a few bucks aside for himself. He got 10%. He got his, weak, his, uh, his beak wet, as they like to say. You know, and, and again, that's going to be, I, I guess that's going to be considered criminal. I don't know the law. I couldn't tell you. Um, but, you know, from people who are, you know, passive media watchers are going to be like, Wait, I've seen this story. How come they're not talking about it? They keep saying it's fake, but, but they, they have all the emails. So what's going on here? That's going to be more damaging. I think that's what I'm getting at. It's more damaging to Biden himself that the fact that they're trying oh. to block everything. Every, nobody wants to be lied to. That's the thing. You lie to me, and, we're, and I'm just I got no tolerance for it. But if he just came out and said, yeah, the kid's a shady bastard, I'm done with him. Everyone yeah. be like, I forgive yeah. him. Absolutely, by the way. This is his stuff. I don't know what he did. He's, he needs help. And uh, go to hell. In fact, At least that'd be something. Right. He, yeah. could even, he could even do, and I need the help too. He's a heartbreak to me. Vote for me and make me feel better. Right. I, I'm <laughs> checking him in to, to, to get counseling or something. See, right. see we, it could be a reality show. But or no. He, by the he, way, he's he, could hiding. Ju- he could just come out and flat lie about it and just say, you know, no, it's not his. I've seen it. We've, we've, we've reviewed it. I've talked to my son. It's not his. And, and hope to get past November 3rd. There's that strategy, too. I mean, yeah. that's, some, that's a strategy, at least. And then they'll sit there and be like, so, so this and is not... And then you got to hope you, gotta hope you don't... With the crack lose, pipe? 
Well, you got to hope you don't lose the House and the Senate because then, then you're going to get impeached. But, I mean, it's a strategy. So you're saying that's a better strategy than the current, <laughs> the current, wait, the current one of putting a lid on right after he has toast and tea? I mean, it's 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 probably better than putting a lid on, but maybe the I listen, think it is too. They've had a perpetual lid the whole campaign, it, it, and they think they they can get him across the finish line by doing this. So obviously, they think it's worked. They think the president does more harm to himself than good, and so at this point, they think, well, let's just keep doing it. This guy doesn't need four days to prepare for a debate. He's been here for forty-seven years. What the hell's he got to practice? He should know every topic that ever could possibly come up in any debate, especially foreign. He tells us he's a foreign policy uh, maven. And he's a constitutional professor. Yeah, right. <laughs> he taught that for 20 years. Right. So, and, he grew up, and he hopped a steamship to the Orient when he was nine. Well, there's a great, great new ad. <laughs> great new ad that came out today. I think it came out today. Gee, let's get that ad. But so I think it's a two-minute ad that Trump's. Uh, put out today. This is good. Watch this. Roll it. Was Hunter Biden profiting off his dad's work as vice president, and did Joe Biden allow it? Well, I think there, there's kind of two separate issues here. The, the issue of whether it was wise of Hunter Biden to take this position at Burisma when his father was uh, guiding policy in Ukraine, uh, and, uh, you know, the wisdom of Biden and Biden staffers once they knew that, not to ask Hunter to step down. I think that is a legitimate subject of scrutiny. $50,000 a month for Hunter Biden, clearly uh, to be selling influence because otherwise no one would ever pay him that kind of money for a company that frankly was pretty corrupt and has been uh, before and has been since under And um, is that Joe Biden's fault or problem? Uh, uh, no, but it's hard to imagine Joe Biden wasn't aware of it. Did Vice President Biden know of his son's role in Burisma when he told Ukraine to fire the prosecutor? Um, at that point, uh, yes, he would have known. This situation involving Joe Biden's sons work for this Ukrainian oligarch-owned gas company, which is, I have to quibble with some of uh, what, what your previous guest said, is a significant liability for Joe Biden. Like, there is a story here. Does it raise any questions for you? Well, clearly something needs to be cleared up um, okay. at, at this point, right? So, yes, of course, I would want, some, I would want an explanation on that. This kid... I who was paid $600,000 because his name is Biden by a gas company in Ukraine, this super corrupt country that just had a revolution to get rid of corruption. It just looks bad. Mr. Vice President, what's your take on that? Was there a conflict of interest there? Was there a clear conflict of interest? Can, can, can we ask you about Ukraine and China? The newspaper published an exclusive based on emails and photos allegedly obtained from a laptop belonging to the son of Democratic candidate Joe Biden. It's a good ad. Yeah. Yeah, that's the ad. And um, the the end part, the last four seconds is right. You're not allowed to view this. That, that's what they want. They want you not to be allowed to view this material. So, <clears throat> um, all right. So we'll spend some more time on, on, um, on this. Now, I would just, in closing, before we move on here, you might want to wake up early tomorrow and watch... Rudy Giuliani on with Maria Bartiromo. I don't know what time. I think she starts at 6. I think she goes 6 to 9. I don't know what time Rudy's going to be on. But from everything I've heard, including some friends of mine in D.C. who called me today, Ooh. you might want to watch. Rudy could be worth watching tomorrow. 
we're efforting getting Rudy on this show. Again. But, but, again. but yes, again. But Rudy definitely might be worth watching tomorrow morning on uh, Maria. Possibly. I think it depends a lot on what happens the rest of the day today and whether he's got it all put together and is ready to go. But um, he's going to be on, and it'll be just a matter of how much he's going to talk about. So that's probably worth tuning into as well. So, um, all right, so other things to do today. We've been been trying to get to this David Dalyadin story because there are two people in this race, this Joe Biden, obviously, and then Kamala Harris. And I keep telling you, and we've let it slip too here. We haven't spent as much time on her and how awful she is. Of course, the vice president absolutely took her apart, like a, just like she was in eighth grade. Um, but there's, and I've played you a couple of the horrendous stories when she, in her prosecutorial history in California, and some of the things she's did, some of the things she didn't do, as far as what she would prosecute, things she went after, things she didn't go after. So this story of this David Dalyadin is this thing that Paul sent me. And I didn't really know too much about this. Um, what can you tell me about this guy? Well, this kid was um, him and his team of investigators all kind of infiltrated Planned Parenthood. And they had a ton of video of the people who worked there bragging about, you know, late term abortions, pulling these human beings out of the woman and selling the body parts and the organs. And, you know, it, it's it's a really gross. It's it's a disgusting story. I mean, but uh, they, you know, some of the women were joking. Oh my God, I have to make sure I do my workouts all week when I'm taking a late term out when I try to keep it whole. The videos are are really evil. They're purely evil. I mean, to, the, the things people say like it just doesn't. It, it's hard to wrap my head around. But and then for the most part, the kid busted them all, nailed them, and Kamala Harris's dirty cops were instructed to destroy this kid's life. They busted into his house. They had canine cops, uh, you know, dogs. They had uh, AK-47s, and they busted in. They ransacked and ruined his. They just ruined him, and he uh, he just wouldn't stop fighting. And he ended up, uh, you know, he fought town, you know, city hall. But I think the video will be a, do a better explanation than All my right, so we got two, butt. yeah, two cuts of this guy being interviewed here. Cut one. Uh, G roll that. So in April of 2016, at the behest of Planned Parenthood, Kamala Harris ordered um, a search warrant served on on my home in Orange County. Uh, I think it was a total of 11 agents of the California Department of Justice sent by Kamala Harris came in, overturned my entire one-bedroom apartment. Um, They seized all of the video recording equipment, all of my computer equipment. Um, everything that was, all, all, all the electronic equipment that was used to do the undercover filming. Fortunately, there were backup hard drives and, you know, attorneys had copies of stuff mm-hmm. and, and other things. So, so they didn't take anything that I absolutely needed in order to continue to, to do my work. But they, but they primarily, they were looking for the videos and they were looking for the original videos. Uh, we now, we have in, in, in the investigative the investigator notes mm-hmm. from the attorney general's office now they recorded in their uh, case notes Planned Parenthood specifically requesting of Kamala Harris's office that they would specifically go in and seize the videos from me 
So they were trying to take all the, the raw footage away and trying to do a, a huge cover-up. They weren't successful at doing that, but that was, that, that, that's, that's just one of many things that Kamala Harris, as Attorney General of California, was willing to do to put the powers of her law enforcement office at the service of the interests of a, of a powerful and favored political backer at Planned Parenthood. So that's cut one uh, of him in this interview kind of laying it out. So then he, the reporter asked him a little bit more about her specifically, given that she was, at this point, when this video was taken, had not been selected by Joe Biden, but was clearly someone who was going to run uh, for office. Cut two, G. Roll that. You know, uh, I just saw her recently on, I think it was MSNBC, talking about the confirmation hearings of William Barr, who's the new nominee mm-hmm. for attorney general. And Senator Harris was opining that that really uh, nominee Barr, if if confirmed, probably she thinks should recuse himself from the Russia investigation because of some op-eds he's written about the Mueller probe or something like that. Well, when Kamala Harris had the Planned Parenthood case, which was the the investigation Mm -hmm. of me, brought before her as Attorney General, while she was running for U.S. Senate, while Planned Parenthood in California was contributing to her political campaign and she was fundraising for them, fundraising off of her goodwill with Planned Parenthood for her senatorial campaign, did she recuse herself from the Planned Parenthood investigation? No, she didn't. In fact, she, she didn't even set up, they sometimes talk about having a, a wall of separation in the prosecutor's office in mm-hmm. order to make sure that there's no improper crossover. Not, over, not only did she not recuse, did she not set up a wall of separation, she consciously and willfully involved herself directly and personally in the Planned Parenthood case. She had an in-person meeting with six Planned Parenthood executives from California in Los Angeles two weeks before the raid on my apartment. Mm -hmm. We have the action item notes and the email from her assistant from that meeting. They show that among the Planned Parenthood folks present, two of them were witnesses in the in the criminal investigation that Kamala Harris's office was was orchestrating against me and Sandra and they show that the agenda items that Kamala Harris discussed with those planned parenthood witnesses and representatives at that meeting included both planned parenthood's political agenda in California and issues in the criminal investigation. So there was a direct mixing of her political roles and political agenda and and campaign agenda and political agenda of an outside third party directly mixed in, inseparable from her role as a law enforcement officer. Yeah. Well, I got a lot of people telling me we just got shut down from Facebook. Um, is that a... No, I just refreshed <laughs> your... Uh, just refresh it. I think there was two streams going. One of them got stopped. So um, so what do you think about that? I just think it's uh, abhorrent. I just think... It, and you add in the things she did... Um, yeah protecting the archdiocese in San Francisco. I mean, all those children who were hurt by priests who were bad, and then all the money she took from all kinds of second-party donors who the money came from, those dioceses, two individuals, to her, is a lot of dirty money in her hands, and she's just basically proves she's the perfect deep state candidate that she's willing to you know, sell human baby parts for money. She's perfect for the you know she's perfect for the Biden campaign, perfect. Yeah. Can't ask for a better blood sucking animal. That's an amazing story. I've never even heard of this guy. Never heard of the story. Had no idea about this even in her background. Yeah. Um, so that tells you something. They did a good job hiding it. I think. 
Well, and it's also, like we said, this election, I mean, no one with a with any common sense can go into the booth and think that you're voting to see Joe, even if you're voting for Joe Biden, you can't uh, reasonably think that he could do this for four years. Right. I mean, no one can, no one could convince me that they can think that. Realistically, you really have to believe the way he's going, how quickly he's declining. The inauguration would be almost impossible for him. I mean, that might even be in a wise ass right now. He, why? Well, I mean, I don't. I think you can make the. I mean, there's, but I don't know if there's anything. Do you really physical. think the State of the Union with him would would inspire hope, or I just don't think he has it in him to speak to do a, a real inspiring speech or any show any kind of real leadership. I mean, he is declining fast. Well, if he gets elected, he'll give. He'll have to give the speech. He's going to have to give the State of the Union. So, but that's not my. my what I'm saying is. I'm not saying the guy's going to die. What I'm saying is you add the pressure of this, this office to clearly what is a Joe Biden who's gotten much older, a little slower on the draw, a lo- much slower mentally, the ability to make decisions. Now, if he needs four or five days to prepare supposedly for a debate, how is he ever going to come up with um, – what is he going to do every time he has to come up with something when he meets with world leaders? Uh, I'll get back to you in a month. Yeah. I got to go um, – I got to do a lid. Right. I got to put a lid on this. What are you going to. Yeah. Bring me an accounting statement. I'll tell you what, how much I'll take from you. Because can, he can't be trusted with any kind of international diplomacy. It's, it's, this is crazy. We're even talking about his family being involved here. <laughs> but the point is, you vote for him, you're voting really for her. You're not even voting for her, you're voting for them. All of them. That's what I think. The the, the swarmy swamp of 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 uh, they'll be fully I, controlled. I think you, can, yeah. you you can reference them as just engorged ticks. You know the Bernies of the world, the AOCs. That whole that Edge whole man. group will come swarming in. You know, like the light was just turned off in the kitchen, and and here come the roaches. I really don't even think you're voting for Harris either. I really think you, these two are just going to be taking their talking orders from the giant corporations, the giant, you know, international bankers and the Bill Gates and the and the other Soroses and all the people who pull all the shots and finance everything, and they're just going to do what they're told. They're not going to give a crap about America or the people. There's no way we're going to see any kind of leadership out of them. No. They are not in it to lead this country in the right direction. They're in this thing for something way worse, way no, more nefarious. Um, so, well, yeah, I mean, that's really, like Rick said, it's an, a lot of people may not know that story. It's an interest, it's an interesting story, but, and she's a disaster. I mean, that's the bottom line. The bottom line is she would be a disaster as would he, and as would to, to this point, when you start thinking about, here's the one thing, you know, for sure, if they get in the Brennans of the world, the clappers of the world, the, um, all of these 50, you just, you just saw this article, they're all, well, look at this, 50 former intelligence people signed off that this Joe Biden information has got to be Russian disinformation, 50 of them. Yeah. Yeah, Do if you're background. looking for the deep state, there you yeah. go, you found yeah. them, all 50 of them. Yep. And they'll be, all 50 will be right back in there. And you'll never see the, this will be gone forever. Now, I've also... Not to get off the reservation here and put the tin hat on with these two doofuses, <laughs> but have you heard the um, have you heard the idea that Hunter Biden purposefully left this trail to to take down his father? Yeah, I heard that theory. I heard the theory too that yeah. you know he couldn't take the life of of 
I mean, does any scamming and does anybody give that a second of thought? Uh, I, 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 don't know. I can't speak for that. That, 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 that would junkie. that would take some real planning, I think. Or you know, who you knows? Know? Do you know anybody who's ever had a drug problem? They get desperate. They they break down. They, they become useless and they become the shell of who they were. Who knows? Let me give you a little more plausible scenario. I've also heard was that Joe was the one who was supposed to pick this computer up. And just, of course, forgot. <laughs> forgot. <laughs> yeah, well, he, he went out for shakes, Which, for milkshakes. He was yeah. supposed to pick up, uh, I think, a cho- chocolate and vanilla. And what, what was that other thing? In a, ah, uh, right. In a related story, his dry cleaning is in the shop next door. Yeah. He still forgot that as well. Exactly. He didn't have the $85. <laughs> uh, some other breaking news on this Biden thing, since we seem to get back to that. Ron Johnson... Uh, Senator Ron Johnson has asked the Secret okay. Service tonight to verify Hunter Biden's travel history after email bombshell. The senator asked the United States Secret Service to provide the information in less than a week. Top-ranking Republican Senator Ron Johnson on Tuesday asked the U.S. Secret Service to provide information about Hunter Biden's travel history following last week's apparent bombshell reporting regarding emails between Hunter and a Ukraine national that suggested the former may have been selling political access to his father, Joe Biden. That report, uh, first published, of course, in the New York Post, who, by the way, is still locked out of their Twitter account. Six days later, they literally are still locked out, cannot get in, and as is Charlie Kirk. And Charlie Kirk says, I'm just not deleting what they asked me to. I'm not going to do it. Because as soon as you do that, yeah, they you win. might as well close your account. But Jeffrey Tubin can still get on Zoom. Go figure. Well, yeah, Jeffrey Jeffrey Tubin is. Uh, <laughs> yeah. We're all going Lubin with Tubin. <laughs> uh, the the post cited emails obtained reportedly by one of Hunter Biden's personal laptops that had been left in a computer repair shop. Joe Biden has dismissed the controversy as a quote unquote smear campaign, though nobody in the Biden camp has yet denied the veracity of the damn emails. It doesn't say that. I put that in. On Tuesday, in a letter to U.S. Secret Service Director James Murray, Senator Johnson, the chair of the Senate Homeland Security and Governmental Affairs Committee, asked Murray for several reports pertaining to Hunter Biden's travel history with Secret Service details. And Paul's talked about how many trips this kid's taken. In the letter, also signed by Chuck Grassley, Johnson noted that several of the emails allegedly written by Hunter match up with records of travel history involving his secret service detail. One April 13th email, for instance, makes reference to a trip to Houston. Secret service records show a travel entry for Mr. Biden from April 13th to April 14th to Houston, Texas, Johnson noted in the letter. Noting that one of the emails references an apparent Secret Service detail a year after Hunter Biden ended that arrangement in 2014. Johnson asked the committee for any records indicating that Secret Service agents accompanied Hunter after July of that year, as well as records of communications between Hunter, some of his associates, and Secret Service agents during Joe Biden's vice presidential tenure. Please provide this information as soon as possible, but no later than October 26th. Johnson wrote in the email, this um, written by Daniel Payne and our friends from Just the News tonight at 7 p.m. This was this was put out. So there's that today. So when I started the show, I said, I hate these cliches of the walls are closing in. But if what Martha McCallum was told tonight was true, that they had this, but 
didn't bother looking at it. What more do you need to know? Dirty cops. Come on. Well, is it or is it just that that explains why nothing? Well, let's put it this way. I told you about Wayne Allen Root's tweet yesterday. Yeah. Okay. I told you about that. It's still up. And he's put out other things since then. And he's also put out today that, you know, referencing videos like the like the he said like the scene i described to you yesterday so he's referenced the tweet in other ways now i've heard rudy also say the next phase of these releases is going to be non-financial uh releases meaning pictures videos that's what i would assume it to me and when he's asked well is it illegal his answer has always been Trust me, you're going to be able to look at it and know it's illegal. What else could he be talking about? <laughs> Recod Monty on a street I mean, corner? I guess it could be it could be catching a drug deal. I guess in, on a still picture. Most likely, that's not it. Gotta, it's something probably vi- video based. I would think. Would you not? Uh, and if you can look at it, and, and, see, and as Rudy says, you can look at it and see that it's illegal. You take that and then you take what Wayne Allen Root said in his tweet and the two mesh together pretty well. So if, if that's my point then, bringing this full circle, is if the FBI had this computer and they had looked at it, I find it almost impossible to believe that a year and six months, seven months later, what, what was it, April of 19? 19- Nineteen. Well, I think that's when it was dropped off. All right, so let's just call it close to a year. Then. Yeah, I think it's if they've had this for close to a year and they checked it immediately and saw that, there's no way. Even under Chris Ray, who the president should call in the Oval Office and have about five, six questions for him to either have really good answers to, or say you're fired, get out, right on the spot, or you're under investigation too. Well, what do you mean? What do you mean? What do I mean? What do, you know what I mean? If Christopher Ray is sitting on information and he is protecting certain players, to me, yeah, he's involved. He, he's involved at some level, and there will be an investigation on you as well. There should be an independent group. There should be an independent law enforcement. There should be outside agencies coming in and overseeing each other, and this should be done the right way, nonpartisan. Just let's get it out there with real investigative. Um, you know, law enforcement, and let's open it up to everybody because this is our, our public is so brainwashed to believe that Rudy Giuliani and and Trump manufactured this. That's how delusional the left is. They believe that it was all manufactured. And Rick, what we were talking about off air before, how these disinformation campaigns go. Yeah. Already, there's already surfacing deliberately made false pictures from intelligence departments within the Biden camp. That he easily debunked as a fake picture. It's called muddying the waters or oiling the well, and it's com- now once that does that, it discredits all the real stuff. We're in a constant state of gaslighting. It's a constant state of just a mind. Uh, it's just they play mind games with everybody, and that's why people are so divided today. Yeah, and it's almost like you said earlier. It's like a, th- a game of three card Monty. Where is it? Is it this? Is it this? Is it this? And yep. They keep moving it around, moving around. You think you've got it? You think you've honed in on it? Nope. Not real. Ugh. 
And, and then, of course, it, it sows that seed of doubt. That's all they need to do is sow that the, seed of doubt, and then people go, oh, this is all fake. And then the lemmings go crazy, and then the wrap-up smear. Right. Every single news because outlet everybody's who's completely reporting, corrupt right. will complete par- parrot, 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 and they'll and they'll have everyone brainwashed. Right. It was proven. It was fake. Uh, Wolf Blitzer said it. Oh, Wolf yeah. said it. Okay, okay. but He's getting back to what I was saying, let's just say there is a scenario because I don't believe that the FBI could have looked at this. And if what Rudy's implying and what Wayne Allen Root is implying is what's on there, I don't see how the FBI could sat on it for a year and said nothing or made any arrests unless they're building an extremely big case and there's something rampant here that's been going on and this has taken all this time because there's multiple players, multiple places multiple things going on yeah, very possible but you would think all the way to epstein's island but the other royal families i don't know the other scenario is that what they said to martha mccallum tonight could be true that it came in as a laptop and they well, okay put it put it on the shelf and we'll get to it and they never got to it is that possible with everything no. that's going on no i, I don't know I, I i i don't know i'm not in the fbi i couldn't tell you what their their chain of you know who who has it who took it in if they went through it you know if they've got to fill out paperwork i think it'd be interesting to find out if that's the case if that's the case then you'll see whose name was attached to it oh what'd you do with it i went through it what are your notes on it boom did you did you bring it to your, your superior Yes, I brought it up here. They said they would take it from there, and that's all. I haven't heard anything about it since. And, you know, so we don't know. So it, it would be wonderful to find out, you know, if there is that type of chain of command where it goes here, it gets documented, this happens, that happens. And then you find out, you know, maybe like you said, Paul, they drag in Chris Ray and be like, look, this came to you. There's documentation showing it came to you. Why didn't anything happen with this? Explain yourself. Look, uh, if that's the case, we don't know. I mean, if Rudy Giuliani is able to get all of this out of he's, what, his own words, he's gone through about 30% of it. Yeah, and he's like 87 years old. You would figure the FBI could tear that thing up in about a half an hour between all the people and resources they have at their disposal. Yep, so you just yeah. answered your own question. Well, I don't know that I did. I think it's plausible. Look, look, here's the truth. That they didn't pay any damn attention to the thing until all of this started to break. Or they knew that somebody else had a copy. Uh, now, it's one of the two. But yeah. we'll find out. I, I think we'll find out. <laughs> I, I don't think they knew that the guy made a copy for himself. That's, that's my point. I don't think they knew. So you don't think the guy, they knew the guy made a copy for himself? So that's why they could just sit on it and ignore it? Because well, we'll get F- to it when we get a chance. The FBI guy, supposedly, supposedly, okay. the FBI guy said when he picked it up, the guy said, you know, the Bidens are pretty powerful around here. I'm a little worried. Supposedly, the FBI guy said what? You keep your mouth shut and nothing was going to happen. Right. Hmm. What, do you, what does that tell you? What does that tell you? And what about the, uh, the, the kid on Daily Cola interviewing Giuliani? And he, you know, why didn't you just turn it over? Well, I was afraid I, I, I could be hurt. And the kid laughs. He goes, don't laugh. Dangerous people. There's a lot of people who've uh, crossed people for, and been killed for less in the corporate espionage and, and dirty politics. Yeah, when it comes to power and money, just uh, you know, look at a Heloigi uh, Clinton Oni. Well, I think the next couple of days we're going to find out as things start. I think not. I'm not going to get every answer, but I think we'll. Um, 
it will be interesting to see what this next step is. If it's th- what we've been talking about. I think that Or if we're way off and is, it's something else. I think it's so rotten to the core over the last 40, 50 years. It, it's just been a culture of, of just, just dirty, bought, owned, rotten cops who give every patriotic hero a bad name. And there's such a disgrace between the media who's supposed to be the lap, the watchdog, you know, of, of to, to keep politicians honest and... The FBI was supposed to be above reproach at all times, always. The CIA, we always knew, was dirty. Yeah, but that's their job. Their job is a lie. That's, They're yeah. spies. Exactly right. So the FBI, though, was supposed to be the last line of defense. Mm. For them to be so completely corrupted, I just think, I just think honestly, um, if we don't bring outside investigators in... Well, special be, How about a special counsel? Yeah, uh, let me run that thing. The pr- right. It's that the depth of, of, of dirt is so bad. All right. Well, the president's still talking. <clears throat> and uh, is he still talking, G? Can we dip in and just hear if it's the same? He just wrapped. Oh, he just wrapped. The president just wrapped in Pennsylvania. We see and, him dance. And I hear. Uh, <laughs> Doing the grandpa dance? The, dance wow. is, uh, the dancing is a thing now. I see girls do TikToks with it. Yeah. Let's we'll <laughs> see if we get a little. Uh, can we any sound here, G? A little is it Macho Man? Let's see if we get a little oh, something here. Feeling like it's coming right here. That's Maybe? about all we can play of that. Yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> oh, true, right. too. That's right. Good call, friend. Good call, friend. Yep. Okay, it doesn't look like he's in a dancing mood. He must know what Rudy's going to drop tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, he would be dancing if he knew. Uh, okay. yeah, we, t- we did talk about, like, he has been awfully confident, awfully confident for a guy who's down so far on the polls, keeps talking red wave. He's got to have, he's just got to have a Trump cup. Well, I, I think their internal polling, I think, is so very accurate because they, they, they called what they were going to win last time. Yeah. I think they know exactly what's going on in each state, in each district. And uh, I think they know where they have to focus. I mean, I mean think about it. Where, are they, where is the Biden campaign sending uh, former President Obama? Where is he going to go speak? Philadelphia. Philadelphia. Last time Philadelphia voted in 2016, 108% voted for Clinton. They had 108% turnout, which yeah, but, is mathematically but she, impossible. But she didn't. But she didn't get them. She did not get the um, the African American vote out of Philadelphia, even close to what they thought she was going to get. That's why they're sending him there. No, but I'm saying even with 108%, which is, again, mathematically impossible, um, look at it this way. They have to send him to a stronghold that they thought they had. I think they are very nervous. You don't, you don't send don't somebody think- to your, 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 your strongest areas. You send them to the places where you think, okay, you know what? He should be on his way to Wisconsin or Michigan or someplace else where they think they have a chance. Well, what makes you think that they think Philadelphia's a stronghold? She lost it to him last in 2016. She didn't lose. She didn't lose Philadelphia. She did not get she, the African American. She vote lost out of Pennsylvania. Since. She didn't lose Philadelphia, though. But if you look at the African American vote, I, I just heard them talking about this. If you look at the African American vote out of Philadelphia in 16, she didn't get nearly the numbers, the turnout that they thought she would get. That's why they're sending him there. Right. And that's what I mean. I don't uh, disagree uh, that it's that it's like, well, wait a minute. Why would he be going? That that's you wouldn't think that they'd have to send him there. I agree with you there, but it's not. I wouldn't. 
I don't think they look at that as a stronghold based on what happened in 16. See, so, I, I, I think they, they're looking at a stronghold that's very weak, that could hurt them statewide. Because, you know, again, in those, in those certain areas, you just, need, you just need one more vote than the other guy to win that area. So why are they focused so much on that? Because they know they're, they're getting killed everywhere else. They got to try and prop that up even more than just saying, you know what? We've got it one. Let's focus on this place that's kind of eh. I saw one of his first commercials, Obama. Do you know who it was for? Gary Peters. Himself? Oh. Gary Peters, who's running against John James in Michigan. And he starts the commercial by saying, oh, Gary was always... He doesn't know who the hell Gary Peters is. This guy never heard his name before. I guarantee you he doesn't know who the hell he is. Hey, Giuliani uh, tweeted, uh, display... Uh, displays a very, very sensitive alleged text message from Hunter Biden, which he claims to have handed over to the Delaware State Police. So this looks like uh, he's on, you know, he's on an, another network right now. Speaking. Say it again. He said that uh, developing Rudy Giuliani displays a very, very sensitive alleged text message from Hunter Biden, which he claims to have handed over to the Delaware State Police. So it looks like. Does it say what the, what it said? Yeah. Well, I don't want to click on it because I don't. The um, it might be too loud for the uh, for our page, but I want to go to it as soon as we go to break. But he's on right now, and it looks like he's showing the actual text that he gave that, to the uh, Delaware police that proves that that it is Biden's. Uh, he's live right now on on his on his newsfeed. So I'm Ooh. sorry to interrupt you there, but okay, that seems to, I'd like to get a little more clarification yeah, on I don't what exactly to... he's doing because I don't know what it, what the, to make of what you just said. So. Yeah, uh, let's do some sports here with Rick. We'll do Crazy Town after that, and then we'll get to the top of the hour. Uh, I got a couple good Crazy Towns today. One, you one is just—it's actually not funny, but it's so—it's so just nuts that it's Crazy Town, and it's so uh, expected that it's laughable that these people are doing this. And I'll t- explain that. In a second. Let's do a little sports here with uh, Emirati. What's going on, pal? Okay, Big D, just for the record, no NFL news tonight, so I'm sure everybody will be glad to hear about that. But we do have a World Series game, Globe Life Field in Arlington, Texas. Game one, Los Angeles Dodgers, Tampa Rays, 0-0, middle of the second. Tyler Glasnow on the mound for Tampa, and Clayton Kershaw, the Dodgers ace on the mound for them. So we'll keep an eye on that. I'll give scores as uh, they, they produce, you know, obviously, uh, as, as this goes on. Um, in other news, uh, with baseball... Um, Major League Baseball owners approve New York Mets sale to Steve Cohen. Um, Steve Cohen, the proposed purchase of 95% of the New York Mets uh, by the ent- entity of the billionaire hedge fund manager, uh, has been approved by Major League Baseball's ownership committee, and final approval is likely to take place in the next month. The franchise is valued at about 2.4 to 2.5 billion, and a lot of Mets fans are excited to see uh, the change in ownership because the Wilpons really haven't done such a great job with the Mets over the last. Skin flints. <laughs> I can't wait. Um, and uh, Mike Doc Emmerich announced his retirement from broadcasting Monday. I want to bring this up because this is a fantastic all-time NHL great announcer, officially uh, known as Doc for his doctorate in communication. Emmerich, 74, has been the preeminent voice for NHL games on NBC and NBC Sports for 15 years. He served as the play-by-play announcer for the D- New Jersey Devils for 21 years. Uh, Mike went on to state earlier today, um, I still get chills seeing the Stanley Cup, Emmerich said in his statement. I especially love when the Horn 
one sounds and one team has won and another team hasn't. All the hostility can dissolve into the timeless great display of sportsmanship. The handshake line. I leave you with sincere thanks. In 2008, Emmerich was inducted into the Hockey Hall of Fame and was presented with the Foster Hewitt Memorial Award. Absolute legend and just wanted to get that the in. Best. We're going to miss Doc with those great goal-scoring chants. And, Paul, you've heard him a million times. Oh, I love him. I know. Fantastic. His, his, he was so descriptive with his words. He was fantastic. Boy, fantastic. He describe a goal in about 75 different ways. Yep. Um, and Sports Media Watch, I've been keeping an eye on them to keep uh, keep a surprise of the ratings. A lot of our followers have asked me to keep that going. And uh, Major League Baseball League Championship Series averaged approximately 3.58 million viewers last week across Fox, FS1, and TBS, down 30%. From last year. Um, this year's uh, league championship game seven on Saturday night between the Astros and Rays averaged a 2.3 rating. It was the lowest rated game seven in Major League Baseball history. Um, they were going up against the Georgia-Alabama game that night. So obviously uh, that definitely had some pull, no doubt, with the tide there rolling. But I got to say, that's, uh, that's quite, quite a number there. Lowest all-time game seven. League Championship Series. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah, and that's a wrap for uh, sports in the first segment, Big D. It is scary how bad the ratings are. Yeah. Well, that Alabama game pulled a huge number, I heard. It was the first big, huge number of the season. Yeah, I didn't get the actual number on that, D. I was looking for that. I didn't and see what the number was. Good for it being college and not the, um, the frauds who play uh, professionally. So, yeah. hey, friend, you see that I sent you? If we can get that up. That's so Rudy was on um, – I sent you the uh, the tweet. So Rudy was on the great Greg Kelly show, former uh, Fox 5 here in New York, anchor, spectacular, son of former police commissioner Ray Kelly. And uh, he's fantastic. And he's got a show on Newsmax. And, and, and Rudy uh, went on with him to break whatever news this is. Um, so here it is, hat tip to Newsmax. And Greg Kelly, here's uh, Rudy from just a little while ago. Roll that. Really a very, Anchor. Very sensitive one. Spectacular. Son of former police commissioner Ray Kelly. There's okay, an audio so, glitch there. I can all right, I'm hearing myself. I was hearing myself, yes, so I'm are. not sure exactly what yeah. what's going on there. Uh, but. Hold on, I'm all fixed. I didn't know I was allowed to uh, plug into the network. That's why I, I stumbled at the. I know sometimes we got to be careful what I can and can't say. So, all right, let's try this again. All right, so let's try this again. So it's fun. It's social media here. Um, let's see if we can if we can get this. Then we'll play it when we get on the network here at nine o'clock as well. There's a uh, text message to his father in which he says the following, and he's discussing, um, he's discussing his uh, sister-in-law, who for quite some time was his lover. And he says, uh, she, she told my therapist that I was sexually inappropriate. This would be with a unnamed 14-year-old girl. When she says that I FaceTime naked with the unnamed 14-year-old girl, and the reason I can't have her out to see me is because I walk around naked, smoking crack, talking Tom girls on FaceTime. When she was pressed, she said that the unnamed 14-year-old girl never said anything like that. But the bottom line is that I created and caused a very unsafe environment for the kids. Uh, this is supported by numerous pictures of underage uh, girls 
So, uh, Mr. Mayor, I, uh, that is, look, that's dynamite stuff, uh, and I've seen I it. I turned it over to the... To, Let, to the you turned, turned, it, you it, turned over it over to, the, to, to the, the Delaware State Police, correct? Yes, yesterday. Bernie Carrick and I turned it over to the Delaware State Police because we're right. very uncomfortable with this. So we're look, very uncomfortable with the fact that these underage girls were not protected. So here's the deal. Hunter Biden... Let's face it, he's never going to be elected to anything, and he'll probably wind up in jail someday for something. Who knows? But I'm more concerned about the vice president because he's the one who's running. Right. I see that. But you know what I don't see, Mr. This was sent to the vice president. Here's the deal. And look, I want to be clear yeah, here. I'm like a, him. Yeah, but you know what? It's this not there. Sent to him. What, did, what, what did he do about it? Exactly. What did he do about it? Well, for three years. <laughs> Mr. Mayor, the only thing is, in that, hold on a second, in the text messaging you just showed me and we went through, we've got Junior, who is Joe Biden, talking to Hunter Biden. We have no acknowledgement in what we just saw from the vice president. We don't know what he knows or whatever, and this is all family drama. And by the way, it's so late, it's big time, they could be in trouble. I, and I'm glad you got it out there, but I want to know, is there anything concrete tying Joe Biden to Burisma money, money from China? Uh, you know, it does not look good at all to me, those emails and what they were up sure. to. Anything in that regard. And if you haven't found yeah. it yet, you're kind of saying it might still be there because how much of this hard drive well, have I you been through? I found it already. You found it. There's a memo in here that says that 10% of the money that was being uh, whacked up, that was $10 million a year, and then 50% of the profits with three Chinese communists, one of whom was a Chinese uh, intelligence operative, that 10% of that was going to H for the big guy. So we've identified the big guy several ways. One, right after that text message, uh, email rather, there's an email that is asking for keys for the office they're gonna share, with the Chinese communists. And the first key they asked I, for gee, is we've for heard this. Joe Biden. This is that's fine. Yeah. Um, see, that's why I love Greg Kelly, because that that's, that's, a, that's a great point. And this is why you have to be careful here. Um, and like, he, that's, that you can't do a better job, see, right there than Greg Kelly does. That's why he's great, because, okay, I'm glad you got it out there. It's salacious. It's not but, good for the kid. But again, this is not about the kid. We know the kid has problems. But this is about Joe Biden. And he got right, by, right back to the point, which I have to say, listening to that, I don't think there's any big um, Joe Biden explosion here yet that ties him directly to that's going to change anything. Well, I, th- I think that's going to happen when, when they start really going through the paperwork and, and tracking the money. And this was something that Giuliani brought out a couple days ago, that this looks like, this looks like a uh, racketeering case. Now, i got to push back on you here, D. Now, let's just say hypothetically, he's got video with a 14-year-old girl. He's doing business with Burisma, Ukraine, China. They have that as well blackmail we need this done get your old man here he's got to make this deal on this deal that's not good for america but it's good for your family to protect his bad name all right hold all those thoughts we're gonna uh play out here and then we'll um pick it up on the network at nine o'clock if you're on social media stay with us we're back in 20 seconds
right, live from Studio 6B on a Tuesday night, Real America's Voice, Dish Network Channel 219, Pluto TV Channel 240. Glad you're in. If you're joining us off of America's Vo- Real America's Voice, you just watched uh, the special with Eric Greitens, John Solomon, and I heard it was great. So I hope you enjoyed that. If you're in here, welcome on in to Live from Studio 6B. Those of you watching on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Periscope, YouTube, you've been with us for the first hour. Um, so we just got some, I guess, breaking news from Rudy Giuliani, who was on Newsmax with Greg Kelly. And um, if we can get that ready again, G, we'll play a little bit of what Rudy told Greg Kelly here. We won't play the whole thing. We'll play a little bit of the beginning part. And um, it's extremely salacious as it relates to Hunter Biden and what, what else is they found on this email, um, what else they found on this laptop in these emails and text messages. So here's the mayor, the former mayor of New York, Rudy Giuliani, on with Greg Kelly, who's fantastic, on Newsmax just a little while ago. Play that. Well, this is really a very, very sensitive one. There's a text message to his father in which he says the following, and he's discussing discussing his uh, sister-in-law, who for quite some time was his lover. And he says, uh, she she told my therapist that I was sexually inappropriate. This would be with a unnamed 14-year-old girl. When she says that I FaceTime naked with the unnamed 14-year-old girl, And the reason I can't have her out to see me is because I'll walk around naked smoking crack, talking Tom girls on FaceTime. When she was pressed, she said that the unnamed 14-year-old girl never said anything like that. But the bottom line is that I created and caused a very unsafe environment for the kids. Uh, This is supported by numerous pictures of underage uh, girls. So, uh, uh, Mr. Mayor, I, uh, that is, look, that's dynamite stuff, uh, and I've seen I it. I turned it over to the... To, Let, to the you turned, turned it, you it turned over, it over to, the, to, to the Delaware State Police, correct? Yes, yesterday. Bernie Carrick and I turned it over to the Delaware State Police because we're right. very uncomfortable with this. So we're very uncomfortable with the fact that these underage girls were not protected. So here's the deal. Hunter Biden... Let's face it, he's never going to be elected to anything, and he'll probably wind up in jail someday for something. Who knows? But I'm more concerned about the vice president because he's the one who's running. Right. I see that. But you know what I don't see, Mr. This was sent to the vice president. Here's the deal. And look, I want to be clear here. Sounds I'm like a, him. Yeah, but you know what is this not there. To him. What, did, what, what did he do about it? Exactly. What did he do about it? Well, for three years. <laughs> Mr. Mayor, the only thing is in that, hold on a second, in the text messaging you just showed me and we went through, we've got Junior, who is Joe Biden, talking to Hunter Biden. We have no acknowledgement in what we just saw from the vice president. We don't know what he knows or whatever, and this is all family drama. And by the way, it's so late, it's big time, they could be in trouble. And I'm glad you got it out there, but I wanna know, is there anything concrete tying Joe Biden to Burisma money, money from China. Uh, you know, it does not look good at all to me, those emails and what they were up sure. to. Anything in that regard. And if you haven't yeah. found it yet, you're kind of saying it might still be there because how much of this hard drive no, have I you been through? I found it already. You found it. There's a memo 
in here that says the 10% okay, Jay, of the good. money that was being So then Rudy goes, goes on <laughs> goes on to talk about the um 10% and the big guy and the 50% and, and whether but of course everybody just speculates that he's the big guy there's no, nothing and that's Greg Kelly's point. What, what wasn't it? Got to get on your mic. Can't hear you. Didn't he say that he was able to get um? Uh, they were able to corroborate that he is the big guy now. Don't they have it already? Did he say that in that interview? Or yeah, I, th- I thought that came out late Friday. I think you know, yeah, I remember you saying you 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 had seen that, David. Yeah, they've identified him as they the big have, guy. Um, I, have I haven't seen anything that. definitively that says Joe Biden is the big guy because obviously Joe Biden's going to say it's not me. I would figure, but the, he hasn't farther said this, that. I understand that, but he hasn't been backed into a corner where he's had to say that. And I think Greg Kelly's point is he doesn't see anything yet that backs Joe Biden into a corner yet. The son, obviously, like you said, probably should be in jail if what Rudy's saying he has is has. But as we keep saying, this is not about the son. Right. This is about Joe Biden. So another step, certainly not good. So a blackmail child can't affect national security? Well, what, what? Of course you know what I mean. Come on. We're going through it again. If Joe Biden's son was with 14-year-old girls and there's video evidence of it and he's done energy deals with China and, and Burisma and, and who knows who else, and they say if we don't get the deal we need the way we want it right now in this way, gonna have to leak this to the press i'm gonna ruin your life well i think I mean, it's gonna Flynn, i think it's pretty much gonna be leaked to the press before any of that would pretty much but it, happen at this point yeah, i mean going not, forward but is, not if hillary won not if hillary won if hillary won would all oh, this is under the table and there would be all kinds of compromise for national security this this is a huge breach this is without a doubt on joe as well He's the patriarch of a family of misfits and millionaires and problem people who've corrupted, uh, you know, uh, this country and and the security that comes with it and the and the, and the and the energy deals that he's. I don't know, man. I just I'm surprised. I'm, I'm just surprised we're so opposite on this. Well, people voting have to vote for the future, have to vote for what's coming. So the fact that this is all getting out now, people, some people have already voted. Didn't the guy Bevin what, say that, that what people are was gonna, the big guy? What people are going to say right now is that I – and listen, don't take my word for it. Go watch Juan Williams. Go watch any of these people talk for an hour on their shows that they're on every day. There's nothing here that ties Joe Biden to anything illegal. It might be a bad father. Might be You might say, how can you do this to your son? There's a lot of things you could say. You could say the son is going to end up in jail if this is what's true. That's also true. But they're going to tell you that there's nothing here that tells the voters of the country that Joe Biden can't serve as president. Well, I, I at least think not spe- yet. I think it speaks to um, the character issue of Joe Biden. I mean, I mean, look, look at what he's raised. He's responsible for this person. He's given access to this person, to all these people all over the world. He's taken them on on Air Force One, Air Force Two. He's introduced them to people all over the world so he could put large checks into his pocket. And yeah, according to Fox News, Joe Biden is confirmed as yeah. the quote unquote, the big guy. It was done a couple days ago. Didn't the guy Bevin corroborate that? The guy who turned over? I believe so, over? yeah. One of the guys on the, uh, one of the uh, partners of, of Hunter Biden. 
So he's got an enormous problem, which is why, again, he's called a lid until after the election. No, I'm kidding. Not after the election. But but no, that's why he's not out there. He can't talk about this stuff because if he says anything, he's going to have to lie. And then when the truth, because he still doesn't know what else do they have. You know what I mean? He can't talk about what could possibly be. Well, I'm not, I'm not really him. Oh, well, guess what? This proves that you are him. Ah, you know what I mean? So it's like he can't win that fight in terms of unless they had everything out already. They, then he can say, okay, this is untrue. This is untrue, whatever. Um, and then they can't, you know, come back and say, no, this evidence proves that it is true. You're lying again. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hell yeah. Absolutely. Let's try to get some um, reaction here. Uh, we'll do what even is that in the next segment. Uh, Wayne Allen Root, who we've talked about for two days here, uh, we'll go to his page. A couple of things he's he has tweeted. Um, guess who knew, he says. I told you so. Hunter Biden with underage girls, in case you don't understand, sex with underage girls is rape. Abuse of underage girls is torture. Um, then he tweeted, will Prez, uh, will the presidential debate be canceled on Thursday night? Old feeble Joe just got kicked in the, you know, where his son Hunter has thousands of images and videos of perverted, wow. depraved sex with young Chinese girls. Oh, good God. Oh, son geez. of a big, um, also from Wayne Allen root underage sex about to overshadow the real serious story. Biden is the most corrupt, dirty politician in us history. Uh, caught with his pants down, no pun intended. We got him dead to rights in partnership with Chinese Communist Party. Well, so th- that's what voters are going to be more interested in. Yeah. As well as perhaps being blackmailed by them too. That also and would be interested in. Think about the character of this man, huh? Your son's well, a junkie and you're going to send him over with mobsters and, and dangerous people and you don't care as long as you get your money? <laughs> as long as you get your beak wet right there, right, Joe. As long as he gets his taste. Yeah. This greedy, oh my, this this is unbelievable. And, and what's amazing is that text message that he sent to, Hunter sent to his daughter, and you could almost, it, it kind of dripping with that, you know, disdain for his own father, like, hey, at least you don't have to give 50%. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just like. Yeah, man. Ah, wow. That That's, you know what? That family needs an intervention. Yeah. Yeah, like a guillotine. You know, and it goes back. And again, something I said like a month ago. Oh, Dr. Jill Biden, she's such a nice lady. No, she's not because she's been part of this the whole time. The whole time. If you think that she's just, you know, oh, you know, she's a teacher and she's just helping out Joe. And, you know, she's a nice lady. She's doing. No, no, no. She raised this kid. She raised this kid. This is this is part of her problem, too. Right? Aren't there you some know, records? That, it speaks to it. I'm sorry, Rick. No, go ahead. Sorry, but th- weren't there some records that showed that she got a lot of money into her accounts as well? I have no idea about. that. Okay, I think I've read that as well. So let, let's not pretend this lovely little lady is so innocent. Yeah. Yet, if she knew nothing, then maybe she might have been uh, just stupid. Right. She, she, well, she, let's she, find she, the reporting on that if that's the case, because I have not seen that. But she's she's not some little miss innocent, you know, surrounded by all these dirt bags now. Take a look around. National Pulse, our friend Raheem Kassam. Rudy Giuliani revealed that he turned over proof of Democratic presidential candidate Joe Biden's son, Hunter Biden's lewd involvement with underage girls to the Delaware State Police. Giuliani's bombshell report 
which comes on the heels of a trove of emails and documents exposing Hunter Biden leveraging his father's connection to ink lucrative lobbying and consulting contracts, alleges that the former VP's son participated in naked FaceTime calls with 14-year-old girls. Giuliani also added that Hunter Biden possessed numerous pictures of underage girls during the October 20th Newsmax interview, which we just played uh, just a bit of for you with Greg Kelly, who's fantastic. And and is it just me, but... uh, what is with all these rich and powerful people in there and their obsession with young kids? I don't get it. It's unbelievable. It, it, it boggles the mind. I'm, I've, I think, Damon, you touched on something earlier that they must be building an even more enormous case because remember, they still got Wiener's computer and God knows the things that were seen on that. We heard what Sidney Powell said about it. She's not, uh, she's not squeamish woman. She said those cops saw on there, made them throw up. You know, we've heard the rumors for a long time about Epstein's Island. How come no one gets in trouble? You know, what happened when uh, first time Epstein was busted, right? What are the, who was the guy down there? Oh, sorry, we got to go. Yeah, said well, he's uh, above well, the law. He's- Liz Harrington said to Rudy Giuliani, oh, she tweeted that Greg Kelly ended that by saying, well, Rudy, you're clearly onto something. And he said, you're damn right I am. All right, more to do when we get back. We'll uh, try to get some breaking response to this. Was Hunter Biden profiting off his dad's work as vice president, and did Joe Biden allow it? Well, I think there's there's kind of two separate issues here. The the issue of whether it was wise of Hunter Biden to take this position of Burisma when his father was uh, guiding policy in Ukraine, uh, and uh, you know the wisdom of Biden and Biden staffers once they knew that not to ask Hunter to step down. I think that is a legitimate subject of scrutiny. Fifty thousand dollars a month for Hunter Biden, clearly uh, to be selling influence because otherwise no one would ever pay him that kind of money for a company that frankly was pretty corrupt and has been uh, before and has been since under And um, is that Joe Biden's fault or problem? uh, No, but it's hard to imagine Joe Biden wasn't aware of it. Did Vice President Biden know of his son's role in Burisma when he told Ukraine to fire the prosecutor? Um... At that point, uh, yes, he would have known. This situation involving Joe Biden's sons work for this Ukrainian oligarch-owned gas company, which is, I have to quibble with some of uh, what, what your previous guest said, is a significant liability for Joe Biden. Like, there is a story here. Does it raise any questions for you? Well, clearly something needs to be cleared up um, okay. at, at this point, right? So, yes, of course, I would want, some, I would want an explanation on that. This kid... It was paid $600,000 because his name is Biden by a gas company in Ukraine, this super corrupt country that just had a revolution to get rid of corruption. It just looks bad. Mr. Vice President, what's your take on that? Was there a conflict of interest there? Was there a clear conflict of interest? Can, can, can we ask you about Ukraine and China? The newspaper published an exclusive based on emails and photos allegedly obtained from a laptop belonging to the son of Democratic candidate Joe Biden. Studio 6B on a Tuesday night. Real America's Voice. Glad you're in. Lots to do. Lots to cover. Breaking news with Rudy Giuliani on 
Newsmax with Greg Kelly, who I can't say enough about. Greg Kelly has an interviewer. He's fantastic. He had a chance to really let that get salacious and, and fondle over uh, Rudy, but he kept – Yeah, man. He asked great questions, kept it focused into what he wanted to know and because he knows the game that's going to be played from the Democrats. He knows the game, yeah. and he's right on the money with that. So, um, But clearly not a good night. Uh, for Joe Biden and not a good night for Hunter Biden or his campaign on any level. Uh, and we'll, we're getting reaction online and we'll continue to get reaction. John Solomon just uh, put out 16 seconds ago, Rudy Giuliani files police report on purported Hunter Biden laptop alleging child endangerment. Uh, so we'll look at that article here. But right now we'll look at that while I don't have a... Um, I don't have a monitor up here, G, for him to see this. Is this uh, he's, he's, he's just got a, well, it's not good out here is what I'm saying. Okay, there we go. All right, now it's time for one of my favorite segments here on the show, and that is Rick Delgado with What Even Is That? All right. Well, normally, you know, this is a segment where I try to lighten the mood and and especially tonight would be probably a great time for that. But, you know, it's kind of a serious show. So we're going to keep it in that vein, Uh, you know, because normally I'll find a subject, point out how stupid it is, and then we can all chuckle like men (laughs) at how stupid uh, uh, the things that I find. Unfortunately, this edition of What Even Is That is not one of those. Sorry. Uh, I just have to break that to you. I guess it's because how crazy crazy this particular story is and if this guy who i'm going to reference you to wasn't such a serious person then we could dismiss the sinister nature of it but we can't and i'm talking about this tweet by this guy named robert reich you probably never heard of him but he's been around for a while he's a swamp creatures former Mm -hmm. secretary of labor under bill clinton and a member of the president barack obama's economic transition advisory board and three days ago on october 17th he wrote this When this nightmare is over, we need a Truth and Reconciliation Commission. It would erase Trump's lies, comfort those who have been harmed by his hatefulness, and name every official, politician, executive, and media mogul whose greed and cowardice enabled this catastrophe. Um, Hey, why don't we just call it, I don't know, the Ministry of Truth, Mr. O'Brien? I mean, what is this nut job talking about? This is the former Secretary of Labor of our federal government. Basically, what he's pitching here is an internment camp where people are support, who supported President Trump will then go to be reprogrammed. Okay? I mean, these are his words. Yeah. How else do you erase something? I mean, what even is that? Haven't we seen these movies before and now these crackpots are actively and openly advocating for it? Anyone, and I mean anyone who who liked this tweet and thinks this is a good idea, guess what? You're the problem. You're the one that's been programmed and you need a complete reboot. You believe the government, the deep state media, uh, the celebrity class, the social media, you think they're the cool ones, they're part of the resistance? <laughs> like I've said, we've seen these movies before, and it's always the ones who look like this who end up fighting against the ones in control who look like this. Look, do yourself a favor, grab some time, uh, go watch movies like Equilibrium, uh, V for Vendetta is a great one, also, of course, 1984. And then tell me again how I must be crazy and you don't want me to be this serious. 
more funny. I wish I could, Homer, but I can't because this is not funny. And it's crazy because I can't believe people think like this, but they do. And this is the Orwellian nightmare we've all been warned of. But so many of you, or more likely, people that you know, are gleefully skipping to submission and potentially to their own demise. The people who think this way are the ones who think, oh, well, this won't happen to me. Yet, yet think again. I mean, what makes you think that? What makes you think you're so special? You really think they're going to leave you alone so you can be in charge of your life? Do you feel in charge? Yeah, because if that's your mind, and if you just give in, you think, oh, they'll just leave me alone. Think again. They'll always come for you. And this is why the Second Amendment was written. It was put there for when the First Amendment is no longer being honored or respected by those we elected. And when those in their ranks are actively pushing for your detention and reprogramming simply because you supported someone they didn't approve of, then it's off the camp with you. This one time at band camp? Yeah, band camp is one thing, (laughs) but being dragged to band camp is something altogether different. Look, if you think electing Joe Biden or anyone from the left is the answer to all our problems, then you haven't been paying attention. It's people like this on both sides of the aisle that are the real problem. They believe they know best and will impose that on you and your family. And by the looks of it, it looks like half the country. The way they believe you're supposed to live and think, as opposed to you deciding how you want to live, what you want to think, and who you want to support. And no matter how much they try to convince you, Winston... Two plus two will never equal five. Dude, nailed Wake it. Wake up. Dude, right. you nailed the daylights out of that. That I was like great. That. Thank you. And that was Delgado. great, man. And again, I'm so, I, I didn't want to be this serious. I thought we'd be having more fun tonight. But, All right, you know. right. Well, since this is the crackpot section of the sticking with the crackpot uh, section, 136, G, Crazy Town, episode 136. Oh, good. Right. Roll it. Cleansing the path. We are all tired, but mostly I'm tired of the needless sickness and the needless death and the needless terror because this mentally incompetent, inhuman, dumb bastard has lied about this disease in a thousand different ways, a different way for each different political need he has sensed. And I'm tired of the thought that we are now going to repeat the months of March and April in this country, a country that should have learned something, but which in large part has been authorized to wallow and die in its own stupidity because of one man, one dumb bastard, one selfish son of a bitch, one real life major French attacking the only hope we have, the science and insisting science is wrong and Fauci is an idiot and only I can save you and insisting you can do whatever you want and the disease affects almost nobody. (laughs) Donald Trump should be on trial for 220,000 murders, death penalty for each count. You know, I, wow. You know, Dave. I think if you play that backwards, <laughs> right? You say vote Trump twenty twenty. If you play Trump that if, if you play that backwards, I believe that's German. Unbelievable. <laughs> oh my god.
Was Hunter Biden profiting off his dad's work as vice president, and did Joe Biden allow it? Well, I think there, there's kind of two separate issues here. The, the issue of whether it was wise of Hunter Biden to take this position of Burisma when his father was uh, guiding policy in Ukraine, uh, and uh, you know the wisdom of Biden and Biden staffers once they knew that, not to ask Hunter to step down. I think that is a legitimate subject of scrutiny. $50,000 a month for Hunter Biden, clearly uh, to be selling influence because otherwise no one would ever pay him that kind of money for a company that frankly was pretty corrupt and has been uh, before and has been since under And um, is that Joe Biden's fault or problem? And, uh, no, but it's hard to imagine Joe Biden wasn't aware of it. Did Vice President Biden know of his son's role in Burisma when he told Ukraine to fire the prosecutor? Um, at that point, uh, yes, he would have known. This situation involving Joe Biden's sons work for this Ukrainian oligarch-owned gas company, which is, I have to quibble with some of uh, what, what your previous guest said, is a significant liability for Joe Biden. Like, there is a story here. Does it raise any questions for you? Well, clearly something needs to be cleared up um, okay. at, at this point, right? So, yes, of course, I would want, some, I would want an explanation on that. This kid... I who was paid $600,000 because his name is Biden by a gas company in Ukraine, this super corrupt country that just had a revolution to get rid of corruption. It just looks bad. Mr. Vice President, what's your take on that? Was there a conflict of interest there? Was there a clear conflict of interest? Can, can, can we ask you about Ukraine and China? The newspaper published an exclusive based on emails and photos allegedly obtained from a laptop belonging to the son of Democratic candidate Joe Biden. B, Real America's Voice on a busy news night. Rudy Giuliani making news on uh, Greg Kelly's show on Newsmax. Basically uh, coming out and saying that Hunter Biden is having um, relationships with 14-year-old girls. Not good ones Bad either. relationships. And um, that's, I'm assuming he's going to expound that. So this is what I kind of heard today when I said he's going to be on Maria tomorrow. Well, obviously, he beat, uh, Greg Kelly got the scoop. Didn't even make it to tomorrow morning. So we'll see what he expounds on tomorrow morning. Well, well, it's funny, Dan, because you say that. And I remember reading somewhere earlier today, just before um, I came to the show, was that he was going to be also revealing some monetary things with Maria. Well, there's speaking of that leads me into this. Before we do news, that's just a quick one here. Right Scoop put an article out today that says that time that Hunter Biden got a six-figure yearly retainer from a credit card company while joe biden worked on major credit card legislation back in 2008 the new york times wrote an interesting article on joe biden during his vetting to be vice presidential pick for senator obama the article was about hunter biden hunter biden getting a huge yearly payment from a credit card company while his father's then senator joe biden worked on legislation that would make it more difficult for people to dump their credit card debt when they filed for bankruptcy and then they link to this article from the New York Times. And it's, it says, knowing what we know now, this, this also looks really bad. In fact, it looks like the Biden influence peddling goes back quite a ways for the Biden crime family. Just imagine the level of influence peddling that will happen if Joe wins in November. Mm. So that, that was also out tonight, of course, before all this other stuff broke. So we'll link to that uh, right scoop article on all, all our social media so all right let's do some other news here with paul nolan what's going on 
Well, the Justice Department antitrust lawsuit filed Tuesday against Google prompted a fierce reply from the big tech giant. Uh, The spokesman uh, from Google said today's lawsuit by the Department of Justice is deeply flawed. People use Google because they choose to, not because they're forced to or because they can't find alternatives. And um, Josh Hawley, who we all love on here. So today's lawsuit is the most important antitrust case in a generation. Google and its fellow big tech monopolists exercise unprecedented power over the lives of ordinary Americans, controlling everything from the news we read to the security of our most personal information. And Google, in particular, has gathered and maintained that power through illegal means. And uh, the House Antitrust Subcommittee Chairman uh, David N. Cicilline, he's the from uh, Rhode Island said the lawsuit is long overdue. So at least we're getting a bipartisan um, look at this thing, which is, it's about time. It's about time. These tech giants and their ability to manipulate people and votes has been well documented for quite a while now. And how's that, um, how's that subpoena coming for uh, Twitter and Facebook after the Biden story? How's that going? Is that, um, we have a date on that? Them coming in? Oh, they haven't been subpoenaed yet? Oh, is that what a little birdie told me? Huh, interesting. And you wonder why people get so fed up with Republicans. Talk, 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 and then it comes down to it. You know it's not Cruz. You know it's not Hawley. You know it's not um, Jim Jordan. Crazy guy from Louisiana who I love. You know, well, some butthead. What's his name? (laughs) Kennedy. Kennedy. I love Kennedy. You know it's not him. So who is it? Ben Sass? Is he holding it up? Probably. Joni Ernst, is she holding it up? Who's the rhino in there holding it up or having second thoughts? Because as Paul says, there's bipartisanship on this two th- section 230. So who's had to change of heart? It's not, I hope it's not Lindsay. I don't oh. think it's chairman. It's not Hawley. It's not Cruz. It's not Lee. Depend, depends on what they got on them. Is you it? Know, uh, if Lindsay's exposed, they, 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 they've got something to say, hey, remember this. Is it uh, Corker? Is it Ernst? Is it Sass? I put the, uh, I look at Sass because he's a fraud. Yeah. But uh, no subpoena. No subpoena. And you wonder why conservatives scream. No subpoena. And now we'll see if they even do it. So this, um, the antitrust suit, at least was something that Hawley could get behind. And, and like he said, it's probably the most important antitrust case in a long time. And we'll see what happens. All right, what else is going on in the news? Well, um, Justin News and uh, Rasmussen did a poll, and they, they asked uh, the people, was it a conflict of interest for Joe Biden to oversee Ukraine anti-corruption policy while his son worked for the Ukrainian company that was under the corruption investigation? And thank God... 53% said yes. Only? 26% said no as they tuned into Olbermann. And 21% percent—twenty-one <laughs> said they were they were not sure. So at least this, you know, this is before. We're all tired. <laughs> so at least there's uh, some reason left in the world, but uh, I guess. Hey, hey, did you hear the good news? There's a Nancy gr- Pelosi retired? No, oh. not that. That th- this one's even better. Um, Chuck gi- Schumer retired. They're, they're <laughs> no. giving uh, Hillary Clinton a great big present on October 26th. That's on her, her birthday. birthday. Yes. Oh. Yes. Yes. ACB will become Justice ACB exactly on her birthday. Uh-huh. 
And of course, because of that, you have little Dick out there running to the cameras today. Uh, 20G. Um, here's little Dick in response to. Um, I can't believe I said you this is little Dick. This is Durbin, not uh, the guy from CNN. When I re- now I got to be careful now when I refer to these people. <laughs> you get confused. Here's uh, little Dick Durbin on that. Roll that. If Barrett's confirmed, as it looks like will happen, and Democrats win back the Senate, we don't know if that's going to happen or not. But hypothetically, if that were to happen, would you vote to add to the number of justices on the Supreme Court? I haven't made up my mind on that issue. It's a serious one, very serious. I think the American people want balance on our federal courts. And for the last uh, three and a half years, they've watched Senator McConnell load these courts up with right-wing ideologues. Uh, we need real balance if we want to get real justice. Yeah, it's crazy. Blow him up. Uh, lo- load, load these courts up with right-wing <laughs> ideologues. <laughs> Filling the openings are filling up the now packing the courts, putting constitutionalists, originalists in open seats that Obama left open is now considered packing the courts to Dick Durbin. And baloney, he hasn't made his mind up. He damn well has made his mind up. So has Joe Biden and all of them. They've all made their mind up. They just won't damn tell you because they don't have the you know what's to tell you. Yeah, because they know they're going to lose that that segment of their of their base. But they are telling you. Yep. The American people want balance on the court. We have balance. It's worked just fine. And look at what you've gotten, by the way. Roberts is might as well be wearing a blue robe for crying out loud. He's the one hardest hit by this, by the way. See, here's what ha- here's what will happen with Roberts. You watch. I guarantee it. Because the election will be over, so Trump will either be in or out. So he's either going to be really happy or really not happy, but ACB will be there. So he, he now will all of a sudden become conservative. You watch. Guaranteed, because now he knows he's not the deciding vote anymore. And Trump's going to either be on to his last four years or he's going to be gone. So you watch the decisions now. Watch Roberts. Guaranteed, every one of them is going to be right in line with the conservatives because he knows he's nothing he can do. So he might as well look like a hero because he's a phony. I don't know. I, I'm still going with my theory. I, I think somebody's going to expose his, his past, whether it be the adoption fiasco that he's been hiding, or maybe that really was him on those flight logs. We don't know. It's just the name John Roberts appears. Nobody's confirmed if it's him or not. Um, something's going to come out. I think he's compromised. I think it's, it's been showing more and more as he's playing defense for the, for the left and he's trying to cover cover his you know cover himself i mean this but ruling it, in pennsylvania yesterday is, 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 it, i mean it's just ridiculous ridiculous it undermines his own damn court because now it's going to if it gets to that now it's just ever screaming it looks political they look like they're dead in the middle of it when all he had to do was just say no they have to be in by the third right what is the law that's state? called election day right like every other place has ruled. But no, not there. And probably the place that could come down to. And that's what makes it all the worse. Well, that's why it's happening. All right, what else, Paul? So um, James O'Keefe at Project Veritas is at it again. Another great sting video. Uh, a Google engineer admits that the tech money, uh, excuse me, the tech monopoly is favoring Democrats and seeking to harm President Trump's electoral prospects in a new 
video released uh, on Monday. Ritesh Lakar, a technical program manager for the California search engine company, admits that Google is seeking to play God by controlling the free flow of political information through its platforms. He openly admits that Google is clamping down on conservative content that is amenable to the electoral um, prospects for Donald Trump while seeking to promote Joe Biden. It's not a mere coincidence that the first search results for Donald Trump come back with negative results, according to Lacar. And uh, he goes on in the video. If you guys haven't seen it, I would suggest searching it because it is outstanding. And, uh, you know, we're not, we're not allowed to play uh, Veritas's videos, correct? Correct. Yeah, it's a shame because this is, he nailed this guy again. He says a lot more. He says he felt suffocated. He says it can't keep going on this way. Uh, you got to go, you know, go and teach Chinese people how to do American jobs and come back and get, um, um, survive this way morally and ethically. I disagree. I feel suffocated. And, uh, you know, I disagree with corporations playing God and taking away freedom of speech on both sides, basically. Pretty good, um, pretty good uh, video. That was really um, more great work by Project Veritas. Okay. What else is going on in the news? Um, Trump, uh, Trump urges AG Barr to act fast to probe Hunter Biden business dealings. Um, you know, Trump has urged... Uh, William Barr to investigate the son of the Democratic nominee. The uh, Biden campaign didn't immediately respond to a request for comment. Emails that allegedly belonged to Hunter, Hunter Biden sourced from a laptop that was purportedly left. We all know about all this. Um, so yeah, this, this is a spot where I wish the president would uh, maybe just write a letter. Exactly. Yeah. Stay out of that. All right, live from Studio 6B. Glad you're in on a Tuesday night. A little more to do. We'll wrap it up. Getting close to Thursday night's debate. Was Hunter Biden profiting off his dad's work as vice president, and did Joe Biden allow it? Well, I think there, there's kind of two separate issues here. The, the issue of whether it was wise of Hunter Biden to take this position of Burisma when his father was uh, guiding policy in Ukraine, uh, and uh, you know the wisdom of Biden and Biden staffers once they knew that, not to ask Hunter to step down. I think that is a legitimate subject of scrutiny. $50,000 a month for Hunter Biden, clearly uh, to be selling influence because otherwise no one would ever pay him that kind of money for a company that frankly was pretty corrupt and has been uh, before and has been since under And um, is that Joe Biden's fault or problem? And, uh, no, but it's hard to imagine Joe Biden wasn't aware of it. Did Vice President Biden know of his son's role in Burisma when he told Ukraine to fire the prosecutor? Um, at that point, uh, yes, he would have known. This situation involving Joe Biden's sons work for this Ukrainian oligarch-owned gas company, which is, I have to quibble with some of uh, what, what your previous guest said, is a significant liability for Joe Biden. Like, there is a story here. Does it raise any questions for you? Well, clearly something needs to be cleared up um, okay. at, at this point, right? So, yes, of course, I would want, some, I would want an explanation on that. This kid... I- 
who was paid $600,000 because his name is Biden by a gas company in Ukraine, this super corrupt country that just had a revolution to get rid of corruption. It just looks bad. Mr. Vice President, what's your take on that? Was there a conflict of interest there? Was there a clear conflict of interest? Can, can, can we ask you about Ukraine and China? The newspaper published an exclusive based on emails and photos allegedly obtained from a laptop belonging to the son of Democratic candidate Joe Biden. Perhaps you recognize me. <laughs> Live from Studio 6B on a Tuesday night, Real America's Voice. Glad you're in. <laughs> you know what? They're going to catch him coming out of the can one day. You're going to be like, hey, <laughs> you might not want to go in there. Perhaps you recognize me. You know, Give it fa- 20 minutes before you head in there. Your favorite president. Right. Light a match. Um, all right, time for sports, and let's do a little sports with Rick Emirati. What's going on, pal? Okay, Big D. Well, I just got an update on the World Series Game 1 in Arlington, Texas, Globe Life Field. Middle of the fifth, Los Angeles Dodgers over the Rays 2-1. to one. Uh, Both uh, Glasnow and Kershaw have throwing two hitters, and uh, Cody Bellinger hit a two-run homer in the fourth for the Dodgers, and Ke- Kevin Kermeyer just hit a uh, one-run homer in the fifth for the Rays. So, really good game there. 2-1, to one, Game 1 World Series. And that's what I yeah, and that's what I like day in sports, big D. That's what I have for sports today. All right, very good. Um, we'll keep an eye on that. Uh, so Paul, we mm-hmm. talk about this all the time, and um I saw Jenna Ellis just tweeted about it as well. Gee, pull up this clip, um, eighteen, the government center for countering human trafficking. And I, I've seen people been posting about this today. And um And she said, you wonder why the Trump administration, no one is paying attention to things like this and what the administration has actually done. Take a look at um, this video. This is a press conference on human trafficking and some announcements today that the Trump administration made. And they invited the media to be there and to ask questions. Oh, that's great. This should be incredible. This is exciting. This is what happened. Roll it. Okay, for reporters... Well, does please it start wait until now? we have the Looks like a Biden campaign. microphone to you to be able to answer a question. Please state oh, which outlet your name and which outlet you're from. Thank you. No. Okay. Do we have any questions to start? Shame. Do we have this any reporters a- interested in that follow-up questions? This is a press conference on human trafficking. Okay, great. Seeing none. Easy. Great. Good. Good. Thank you all for being here. I am not kidding you. So this was, again, the announcement of the first government center for countering human trafficking in the U.S. Oh, my God. They asked the press to show up and to see if they had any questions. And that is what transpired. And then you actually hear people who have the nerve to say, well, what is the Trump administration doing on trafficking? Well, how about what is the media doing? Here is the administration announcing the first government center for countering human trafficking in the U.S. And that's the press that showed up and they had not a single interest in a question or anything that was going on there. 
And the officials ended up having to leave because they weren't going to stand there. Do you have any questions? And no one who even showed up had a question? Not a single one. One more time, G. Pull that up. This is the press conference. This is in a crazy town? Okay, for reporters, please wait until we have the microphone to you to be able to answer a question. Please state which alley your name and which alley you're from. Thank you. No. Okay. Do we have any questions to start? We have any reporters interested in that follow-up questions? Just to be clear, give a couple. Okay, great. Seeing none. Easy. Great. What do I keep album Thank was. you all for being here. He's the moral conscious of the planet. Why isn't he there? So that's uh, that's what happened. That that that's a shame. And you consider all the news that we hear about, you know. Kids being found, oh uh, human traffic rings being busted up, not only in this country, but uh, uh, it's starting to happen around the world where yep. they're starting to really hone in on these people. And you would think this would be a bigger story, but you know what? Eh, well, you know, uh, we don't know who could be caught up in this. I mean, is there any more bipartisan, I mean, nonpartisan issues? Is there any more, like we all just agree, protect the children for God's sakes, for God's sakes, protect the children. Is this, can we all just agree on that? I mean, you, you. So I found that somewhat stunning, quite honestly, when I saw that video today. Kind of a couple other things I want to get to before we end the show. Cut 19. Here's the governor of New York asked about the vaccine that the president and Pfizer and these companies are working on. Let's hear what he has to say. Roll that. How confident are you in the approval process of the FDA right now? Okay, now well, hold it. First, now what? When George <laughs> asks that, how confident are you in the FDA approval process right now? The words "right now." Why? Why the words "right now"? Well, the it, FDA approval process is the FDA approval process. Not only that, David, but what does it matter to? Who cares what Andrew Cuomo thinks? He's not an expert. He doesn't know anything about the approval process. He just goes by what they tell him. Well, here's what he thinks he knows. Roll the rest of that. Uh, How confident am I? Uh, I'm not that confident. But my opinion doesn't matter. I don't believe the American people are that confident. You're going to say to the American people now, here's a vaccine. It was new. It was done quickly. But trust this federal administration and their health administration that it's safe. Uh, and um, we're not 100% sure of the consequences, I think it's going to be a very skeptical American public about taking the vaccine, and they should be. So what's it going to take to convince you that it's safe, that it's effective, that it should be distributed? You, because you're so important. Well, what I said I'm going to do in New York is we're going to put together our own group of doctors and medical experts to review the vaccine and the Mm. efficacy and the protocol. And if they say it's safe, then I'll go to the people of New York and I will say it's safe. Very good. uh, With that credibility. But I believe all across the country, you're going to need someone other than this FDA and this CDC saying it's safe. 
and that means we're going to need a change. <laughs> so it, maybe it's the same. Uh, he'll put his team together that told him to put COVID positive patients back into nursing homes. Maybe that's the team he's talking about. As always, we salute our military, active and active police, firefighters, first responders. Thanks, everybody, on this show. Thanks, G. Thanks, Fran. Thanks to Real America's Voice. Thank you, the live from Studio 6B audience. What am I saying, Paul? <laughs> back, uh, back to you in 22. Back to uh, you in 22. You guys are nerds. I can't remember. <laughs> hey.